The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Coming straight from the A. Kick it with your boy Kesey at www.kesey.com. This show covers some of the realest issues trending today. He'll keep you locked in from the first listen. You can find him online on his mobile app or at KYSII.com, XSquadAffiliates.com, iTunes, Google Play, and especially on the SME Network on Tuesdays at noon. You don't want to miss it. Hey, what's up, everybody? Vince Wright. You know me as the sports governor. The ladies call me the big smooth one. But I'm coming to you live from Minneapolis, St. Paul, and we're bringing you sports done right every Tuesday night. Make sure you keep it tuned to Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com, and now proud to be associated with Two Live Stews Radio. I'm Vince Wright, the sports governor, and I approve this message. You can turn the mic down a little bit. Come on. Yeah, yeah, see. Uh-huh. We need all chicks to hit the flow. Come on. Yeah, come on. Yeah, we need all chicks to hit the flow. Come on. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Yeah, hit the flow. Y'all niggas know. Hit the flow, bitch. Hit the floor. Come on. Excuse me, bitch. What's your name? Couple dollars ain't it, so what's your game? Uh. No fact, cause I'm getting the cash. Don't dance face to face, bitch. Give me the ass. Uh. I'll help you out if you had a long day. Dick like good advice. It could go a long way. Uh. Front, cause I knocked y'all down. I should remodel home so I knock balls down. Uh. I'm with all that shit, y'all. Talk about old, but I don't hit raw. No. Hit the floor like a bang. Hold up. Have I ever loved a chick? Let me think. Hold up. No. I'm all about the dough. And you shouldn't Give a fuck if it's not your hoe. Oh, the hate shit you did ain't gonna uh, play as if we get more hate than new hunters. How I pursue spit game in the air and it's proper too. Uh, say we staying at the fountain blue. I'm a ball every day, spend a grand or two. Psych. Hit the beach, forget the sheets, get it down right there, chick. Touch your feet. That's right. Look, bro, that's so much game. Uh-huh. Y'all think y'all know my aim. Uh-uh. That's a joke like Marlon Wayne's lane. And they ain't got no change. Nickel. Chick, listen up. Want dick or what? Take that, that's the only thing I'm giving up. Only sent is the dream or you're gonna get hit for free, then boo boom. Uh, no, they're not like MR dot. I hit the touch base and ball like lights out. Don't mind uh, how I pursue. Yeah. Don't take it personal, girl. That's how birds do. Uh-huh. Let's get blind, sip for a few. Then after that, let's go. I'm fucking you. Please don't mind how I pursue. Don't take it personal, girl. Let's get by, sip for a few. Then after that, let's go, I'm fucking you. Uh, let it go. 
round, dog. Did you see, nigga? Whole lot of model bitches than me, nigga. Me and Dodd in the drop in this pearl. Yeah. With you so sick, made niggas wanna earl. Do it look like I care that shit, girl? She digging me and love that I'm all the way through. Come on, you talking shit? Don't concern her. Fall fucking go, hit more bitches than Ike Turner. Uh, I send them home in the cab to tell. I play the more hot notes than Patty LaBelle. Plus, you gel, everywhere at. Got ice in your bezzy, where at? Uh -uh. Y'all dudes is strictly losers. Uh -huh. We gon' blow light, light bulbs and fuses. Uh. Tell your man, you better slow his roll. Our guns will make James Brown lose his soul. Don't Come on. Mind how I pursue. Don't take it personal, girl. That's how birds do. Let's give blind, sip for a What up, what up, y'all? It's Trey Frazier and Maestro Styles. Yeah, man. Oh, oh, some old Neptune. Neptune production. Shout out to Philly's Most Wanted. We, I was just asking you whatever happened to these dudes. Yeah, man. Well, um, and just to, you know, just to give y'all some, the last time I heard, I, last time I heard of Philly's Most Wanted, um, shout out to uh, DC legend, in my eyes anyway, DC legend, producer, Rapper AB the Pro back in the studio 43 days. He yep. put out a um a album that had Mr. Man on one of his joints. Oh, okay. But that's the last that I heard from Mr. Man or uh, obviously anything Philly's most wanted. Shout out to Mr. Man and uh, AB the Pro. Okay. All right. Yeah. Because, you know, these dudes was rocking with the Neptunes back in the day. Yeah. I think and they after had, that. They, I think they put out something after that, but it wasn't with the Neptune's beats. I, did, I guess Neptune's price had went up by then. Oh, okay. And, um, and you know, you kind of never heard from them since, mm. you know, without that Neptune's sound, I guess. Right, right. But, um, yeah, weren't they like, I mean, their old album was Neptune for the most part, right? Nah, nah, they had other cats. It's just the singles, the singles. They had the, like... The singles. It was they, like three singles, right? I think the Neptune produced four joints. Because mm -hmm. I went back and listened to it when right. I was putting the songs together. Oh, okay. I think they did like four of them. I didn't read the credits, so I'm not 100% sure, but just based uh -huh. on the sound... Neptune's was doing then. Right. Um, I, I was my, I had like four to my Would camp. Would you run across the border, mile, yeah, mile. yeah, yeah. I remember that joint. It had another joint with uh, Pharrell on there too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a few joints. But um, yeah. Getting back to the sports talk, man, and and we apologize, um, anybody that was in the chat room or listening to the first part of this episode. We've created a part two for this. We were trying to get some kinks into the system, into the technology we feel like we got it all fixed right now so um make sure you get back in the chat room um wherever you're out there continue to listen we appreciate the support and all that um so we were talking about um well we were we were comparing the all-star lineups mm -hmm. steph's team versus lebron's team and i think you and i both are on the same page yeah, in LeBron terms of, yeah i mean it's not even close man yeah. it is it, it really isn't close at all so um, so you've got a couple of things here. Uh, I'll let you get on the, uh, the triple G Canelo rematch. Well, it ain't really no whole bunch to say, mm -hmm. except for if you 
are a boxing fan, and while the um, Conor McGregor Mayweather was the most publicized fight, maybe yep. the best fight or the best or the the best fight from the standpoint of an actual fight and publicity mm-hmm. um, was Triple G and Canelo, who uh, had a draw in September last year. Okay. Um, and, you know, Triple G felt like he should have knocked them out, and Canelo felt like he didn't fight his best fight. Mm-hmm. And they they got together and made it happen. Before they fought anybody else, they needed to, uh, they felt like they needed to do this again and get get out of, you know, this whole draw, and I don't know where necessarily they left their career, but I don't think, I think both fighters with the pedigree that both of these fighters have, mm-hmm. it would, it ending in a draw, and it just being a draw for the rest of history, mm-hmm. it wasn't a good look, so, and, so they had to do it again, so I'm glad they're doing it again, single to Mayo weekend. Um, oh, best weekend! Yeah, the best to weekend to have a fight. No question. Yeah. So, um, and, and and you know, all intents and purposes, it probably will be again the best fight this year. Um, That's facts. That's so, facts. you know, shouts out to everybody involved for making that fight happen again. Um, on some less serious shit, uh, Ronda Rousey. <laughs> Has gone from... She's resurfaced again. UFC, you know, UFC legend, um, movie star, budding movie star, mm-hmm. to, you know, getting knocked out by Holly Holm yep. a couple years ago. And I think she lost another fight after that. Um, and here she is I realizing that maybe... Um, UFC, she's not going to get back to where she was. Nope. And she is officially signed a contract exclu- to wrestle exclusively with the WWE. And times is hard, man. Times is hard. You got to make that that's, money. I think that's where I was getting at. Because um, you got to do something. Yep. And, um, you know, she definitely has... If anything, she's acquired uh, fame. And she still has a household name, in yeah, my opinion. Uh, well, she has a household name because nobody else in UFC, women's UFC, um, sparked. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of like it's kind of like the reason why Manny Pacquiao is still right. regarded as But the a, one other name that they'll remember... In UFC and regarding the women is Holly Holm. I don't think anybody remembers Holly Holm. I don't like. When's the last time you heard of Holly Holm? Well, yeah, it's and it's, we're not UFC. We don't watch UFC. I'm, yep, I'm talking that's about facts. this crowd. That's facts. I'm talking about us. We're we're we we don't remember Holly Holm, but Holly Holm is a reminder of why Ronda Rousey had to step away from UFC. Well. She didn't have to. She, she didn't have to, yeah. but we we know. So essentially, you're saying got Holly Holm got Ronda Rousey about it. She got beat. Yeah, she got her about it. UFC. She she basically got her out of exactly. UFC. And exactly. Yeah, I don't. That, that's my point. Okay, I I I think more people were. I think people it's not because more, she's great at yeah, UFC. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, she is. I mean, she's just a better boxer, and that was uh, mm-hmm. that was Ronda Rousey's weakness. Yep, but. All that to say, um, I don't think Holly Holm would be remembered as Holly Holm. She would be remembered as the chick that got Ronda Rousey up out of UFC. Yep. 
I think that's what it is. Yep. And I, I don't think she'll be re- remembered as, um, you know, some great fighter or UFC fighter or anything. Yeah, she'll no. be touted. Is she'll she'll be suffering from Buster Douglas syndrome. <laughs> we don't know Buster Douglas for anything. I'll say no. unless you're deep in boxing, right? We don't remember Buster Douglas for nothing, but other than upsetting right, Tyson, right? Other than that, so. Yeah, she'll be she'll be Buster Douglas. Oh man, that's a that's terrible. I, when you when know, you think about it, it's it's some perspective. I mean, but but it's but it's still but it's still like it's actually man. it's actually a great move because let's be clear. Mm-hmm. Um, I know people thought that UFC and and I I, I I I'm not gonna act like I wasn't a part of that. People thought that UFC was gonna take over, mm-hmm. and it doesn't seem. That that's the case. It seems like more than ever, boxing is making a comeback, um, and UFC fighters ain't getting paid. So it's like, ain't nobody checking. I don't even feel like people are checking for UFC the way the stars. No, not like because the stars. You know the the Brock Lesnar's when he was doing it. The John's Bones Jones, mm-hmm. obviously. Like those, right? Who uh, the the Cormier Daniel Cormier's? Like who are those guys? And not that he played in the UFC, but R.I.P. Kimbo Slice from MMA. Well, he was on his way. He was on his way. Mm -hmm. There are no stars per se in UFC anymore. So it's like, what are we? You know, what are we doing? What are we doing? Nobody, nobody's getting paid. Nobody, nobody's standing out in the sport anymore. Um, and you know, with the likes of people like, uh, Terrence Crawford, Earl Spence, um, you know, Deontay Wilder, Joshua, like boxing, um, you know, boxing is getting good again, man. Oh, no question. Keith Thurman, like boxing is getting good again, man. We just waiting for one guy to be a star. Right, you know, in boxing, right, that's all right. we're waiting for. I think Errol Spence is going to be that guy, um, mm-hmm. him and Deontay Wilder. But uh, you know, we're just waiting for somebody to do that time, have that timeless moment in boxing. Right, right. that's going to put boxing right back on the on the on the map. It's it's, it's kind of like people are waiting for the star to come out of the XFL. Yeah, which uh, we didn't have that in the notes, but I thought I'd mention. That Vince McMahon is trying to get this thing back up and running it again. Is, and he's plans it to be out in 2020. 2020, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I mean, uh, whatever, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a business move. It's an opportunity move. for football players. Yep. Um, because they and then they run more of like of arena league style. So yeah. maybe concussions ain't. But but you know where I'm going with this. Uh-huh. With the whole, you know, you you must. You have to. It's in the rule. You're going to stand for the national anthem. Good luck with that, Vince McMahon. Oh, he, he, I didn't know he said that. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. He was like, yo. Well, if like, you make it mandated, then, they, then it's mandated. I mean, it's like it's, the NBA. If right, they, yeah. right. If you make it mandated. Then... But but he, he put that, he mentioned that in his promotion yeah. of promoting the league. I don't know that that's going to sit well with... I mean, I mean, especially, well, let's, let's, especially, let's, let's say, let's say you you come out of college and you know you suffer injury or your your draft stock falls and you end up not getting drafted, but you're somehow selected, undrafted on the practice squad 
for a year or two and then somehow maybe the NFL ain't working right and then you, you decide, hmm, maybe the XFL is a good league. Maybe I can make some bread. I'm not going to make the millions, but yeah. well, I can know, at least make some money. You know what I'm kind of thinking? I'm kind of thinking that he is doing this as a move of like foreshadowing. You know, a lot of people got a lot to say about what yep. about the NFL, obviously with the whole uh, inequalities and the boycotting. Yes. Uh, we protest the, the ratings are down and blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And this is an he opportunity might be, for he him He might to... be foreshadowing trying to, you know, if people start to boycott mm-hmm. the NFL for whatever reason, right. you know, whatever side they're on of, right. the, of the protest that mm-hmm. has nothing to do with the flag, but whatever, right. um, that maybe he could steal some of those fans and, and, and bring them to the XFL. Good luck yeah. getting black people to play in the XFL. I think black. I think a lot of black people are playing in the NFL. There'll be some. There'll I be think, some in there. I think, I think they can't wait to have an opportunity, even though it's not, because one thing is for certain. Mm-hmm. Remember, you 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 know who won from this uh, the XFL last time? Tommy Maddox got a contract with the Steelers mm-hmm. because of his play in the XFL. Mm-hmm. So you know it, those guys are getting because those right. guys are waiting to get into that situation where they play a good season in the XFL and the NFL teams be like, yo, we got to right. we got to get this dude. It sounds like a replica of the D League or the G League yeah. and the NBA yeah. where you pick players out of the lower football league and you say, okay. It's a chance for wash players yeah. to have a good year and be like and, and have NFL teams like, oh, maybe he wasn't washed yet. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, no, it's, that's true. You know, because that's one true. thing if if one thing you could say about Vince McMahon is he gonna make sure to get on TV. Oh no. If we're basing this off by his last run, yeah. He's gonna make sure that this game these games get shown and that um it gets the marketing that it needs. And he wants to see the big hits that the NFL has been legislating because of the concussion issue which they had to come out of pocket Mm -hmm. for money to play to pay the old timers that have suffered from CTE Vince McMahon is like, yo, nah, we we, we going to play that real football, that 1970, mm. 1980 style football. And I'm interested to see how, that, same, how long that lasts. Yeah, and them same guys, and them same guys who took that money, mm-hmm. going to be them same cats trying to get up in that league. Yep. We're going to see how that happens, man. Because in, in this climate, with movies coming out about CTE, yeah. with other things developing... You know, we'll we'll see how he works out, man. Um, Jamel Hill. Um, it's funny because when I heard that she was leaving Sports Center at six o'clock for the undefeated, I immediately thought about the podcast you listened to yeah. with Michael Smith and what Michael Smith had to say on that episode. Um, we leave. What, what's the name of the podcast? Uh, we leave. We leave this. you with this. Yes. With this yes. Shout out. Shout out to them. I, I think I um follow them on IG now. Uh-huh. So um, just want to send them a you know a good shout out. But um, I think those two things together are kind of connected in the sense that wow, the writing's on the wall. I think that, both of them. Yeah. Were. Unhappy with the direction of the sports yeah. center at six o'clock, yeah. the way it was going. They didn't feel like they could be as free as they wanted to in terms of like how they did his and hers yeah. 
and the His and Hers podcast, and they sort of saw the vision for that to translate to Six O'clock Sports Center, yeah. and they're not happy with it. So, and 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 with the sales drops, I mean the viewership drops. Nobody, I don't know that people even wanted to see that. You know, every day mm-hmm. they wanted the sports news. I guess they wanted clean, their highlights, clean cut sports news like they were getting right. And they didn't really want to deal with that at six o'clock coming like, home from work. Like Sage Steel wants no politics <laughs> yeah. in the seven a.m. sports yeah. center. Yeah, and, and maybe yeah. that's where they were going, and, and that's what they, they tried to do. Something that didn't work out for them, and now she's taking more of a uh, the online approach. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if Michael Smith left yet, um, but he should. Yeah, I think maybe they need to find something else for him. Something man. else, man. They need to find something else for him. FS1. I mean, even if he stay ESPN, I, mm-hmm. I don't know how loyal or disloyal or what his contract is right. or whatever. Um, I don't. You know what? I hate that because essentially this means unless they go back to doing the podcast, mm-hmm. essentially this means Michael Smith and Jamel Hill are no more, right? As a as a, as know, a, as a TV talent, as a duo, as a yeah. duo, as as talent, right? And it's not that I liked them as a as talent together, right? Um, it, this just didn't work, and right. um, you know, so I I hope that this ain't the end of them as talent, um. But they, she definitely, you know, like, you know. I guess people came out and was attacking her about getting fired, and mm-hmm. and she said, you know, she definitely didn't fire, right? Get fired. She definitely said, you know, this is what I want to do. This is what she wants because to do. this ain't working, right? So, you know, shouts out to Jamel Hill, and like I said, man, I hope Michael Smith don't come back doing Sports Center the Six or whatever, you know, the Six. I I hope they just. Whoever has been filling in, mm-hmm. let him have it. I thought of a crazy comparison. Um, Jamel Hill and Michael Smith might be the black Matt Lauer, Katie Couric. Am I, uh, am I, I don't crazy? Know. For... I don't know because I don't watch that. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I, I didn't I, watch yeah, today, back I in the day. But they, I know they had a long run long together. Long run, yeah. Well, I can't compare them because they know. ain't have a long run. And Jamel Hill and Michael Smith, they ain't had a long run. Even with the combined projects? I'm not that run. Not yeah, you're right. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. And, you know, it, look. I, no, nah, you're right. You're right. I, I, like I said, I, it was a crazy yeah. comparison. It came to mind, and um, I'll just leave it there. Um, just want to say what up to Clutch Talk Sports. What's uh, up, that's man? That's Kevin Gray, What's man. What's up, man? Appreciate you in the chat room. Uh, Monica came back. Uh, she said she saw Floyd in the UFC cage on IG today. Yeah, cut it out. Yeah, Floyd. he ain't doing it. He ain't doing nothing. I mean, he that. might do it. If but it's money involved, man, you never know. But I mean, it's not like that's what damper. That's not. That's not a damper on his boxing. You know his boxing record, right? So, right. No, nah. I mean he might do it if the money's right. But the problem is, is that would the money be right in UFC? I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. Right? Because it ain't three hundred million dollars. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> well, how much ownership of the actual fight are you going to give to, to right. Mayweather's company? And that's the thing with Floyd. He always controls yeah. the money flow. He always controls the promotion. Is Dana White going to get that up? Exactly. Yeah, I, I, exactly. You know. So, the Cleveland Indians um, are going to discontinue their Chief Wahoo logo mm-hmm. after this coming season. 
And this was something I think we had to talk about maybe a year or two ago. Um, yeah, right here in the same man cave studio where, um, you know, this whole thing with the Redskins changing the logo and the Native American community being offended by it. And so um, I really don't have no really hard feeling with what the Cleveland Indians are doing. I know who did. Max Kellerman and Will Kane had a little had a little moment this this morning. Oh yeah, uh, about um, this particular about this particular subject. Oh okay, um, I, I got to check that out. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Well, my take on it, um, if I may. Yeah, go ahead. Um, it's the same take I had when we talked about it. You know, you know, I guess a year ago mm-hmm. or however long ago is look. Here's here's what's clear. What I draw is that we don't know who is and who ain't offended by um, the Redskins or the Indians or the Seminoles. Black Hawks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, We don't know who is and who ain't. Uh, Mm -hmm. Some people, uh, Washington Post put out an article that says that, um, that people are not you know, offended by the Redskins. Mm-hmm. And then, this is part of the Max Kellerman argument, Max Kellerman has kind of like... Uh, yeah, he's one of the guys he's questioned that questioned the integrity the Redskins, yeah. the Washington football yeah. team. He questioned yeah. the integrity of uh, the Washington Post article mm-hmm. because, uh, I forget exactly why, but he, he, he was like, basically, it didn't really represent all Native Americans, and right. then, you know, they got into a little back and forth, him and Will Kane. Okay. My, all this to say is that we don't know who or what is offended by what, mm-hmm. but we do we do know that um, somebody is offended. Somebody is. Oh, yeah. Because this keeps coming up. Oh, yeah. And um, in the world, in this world of political correctness, it would be in all teams' best interest mm-hmm. to change logos, names, and etc. Um, and I know that there's nostalgia with uh, all of these teams, but you know what? At one at one point in life, the Washington Wizards were the Washington Bullets, mm-hmm. and because people were offended by the Washington Bullets, who had been here for years, been mm-hmm. there for years. They changed the name because somebody was offended. Somebody. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't necessarily say someone was offended. I'll, I, I'll add. I'll add to that and say, mur- are we talking murder capital? Late eighties, mid nineties. Well, it changed it in um, the late nineties, late nineties, mid to late nineties, right? It was like nine. I want to say it was like ninety eight. Okay, ninety eight, ninety nine. Well, DC's crime rate was still. You know, it was still suspect. I mean, I mean for the most part, and I and I think that I, I'm I'm just I'm just saying I think that's kind of a contributor to who may have been offended by the bullet's name. Well, to get, well, to the point, but still to the point mm-hmm. is that somebody was offended. Yep. What it regards to the reason somebody was offended, mm-hmm. and when people are offended. When enough people are offended, and we don't know what to the, affect dollars. Well, I don't even know if it, because there's no, at least to the studies that I hear about, mm-hmm. there's no way of deciphering who's offended and how it's affecting dollars. Let's be clear: um, the Redskins ain't ain't 
Yeah. Redskins are a top team in bringing in income. Yes. Um, Which is why Snyder is not changing the name or the logo because while he feels some heat from some Native Americans who are offended. Or somebody. We don't even know that it's a Native Americans that are... Whoever. Whoever the hell it is. Monetarily, it hasn't affected his bottom line. Once it starts affecting that... Then you're gonna see Snyder come out so of his office think, and say, "Hey, we think, gotta make some changes." So you think the Cleveland Indians' dot, bottom line has been affected significantly enough that they're changing this, or do you think? Um, well, I think they were on the way to doing that because even when the whole Redskin thing had started, but why though? Is most of what I'm getting at. No, I I, I understand, yeah. but I I, I think that. When the Redskin thing happened and the Cleveland Indians got word of that, I think they were transitioning because for a long time, the Indians logos was the eye and the Indians on some uniforms and Chief Wahoo. Mm-hmm. For, the, for a long time, those were the two logos that the Indians mostly used throughout their existence. Yeah. Then you started seeing the Red Sea for about a two, three year Span. Okay. That's been the logo that they've been putting on graphics, on TV, um, on the hats, on fitteds. But they still kept Chief Wahoo as a logo. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, for what reason, I don't know. But it seemed to me like the Indians were kind of transitioning from changing logos. So they started they, with the C, with the Red Sea. And I guess this is the time now. Why? They're, they're doing it now. Does it affect them monetarily? That's a good question. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I honestly, I, I don't know how they're affected from, from a money standpoint. I mean, they just were in the postseason, you know, last year. They mm-hmm. were in a World Series two years ago. Yeah. So I don't see how, from a money standpoint, they could have been affected by this. Maybe, maybe this is jumps. Maybe this is just something moral. That they're deciding, hey, you know what? We, we've already transitioned. We got the letter C logo. Yeah. Let's just discontinue Chief Wahoo and let's just kind of move move away from this logo. Maybe it just comes down to that. Maybe some maybe moral compass yeah, maybe. taking place. Maybe. I mean, baseball. I mean, baseball is far away from the national pastime. You okay. know, you know what I'm saying. So I don't think people are attacking the baseball teams as much as they are the football team, which, I mean, in this case, it's the Redskins. So, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see if the Braves follow through. We'll see if, well, the Blackhawks, because their logo is the yeah, Indian, Indian, the yeah. Blackhawk guy. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we'll see if they follow through. Maybe, maybe it becomes irrelevant because it's the National Hockey League and not too many people oh, in this what country. What about the Seminoles? That is a possibility. I mean, I, I don't think that I don't remember. I don't recall. I'm not. I don't recall their their uh, emblem being nothing crazy. The it's emblem is it's a spear. Yeah, it's a spear. Um, so are they attacking the name or like maybe the name? And I don't know what the Seminole name. Like I don't know if that's a tribe name. I don't know what that is. Well, it was certainly brought in a question. It in was a, in the conversation. It was certainly brought okay. in a question. So okay, I don't know. college football. Um, a much watched product, so maybe they do become high profile in this situation. Yeah, 
Um, who knows? But it all it's all monetary. It, it, it all comes down to money when it's all said and done. Um, Clutch Talk Sports in the chat room says the caricature of the logo and the imagery was considered racist by a lot of folks. Mm-hmm. And it's about time they got rid of it. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and we don't disagree, but there are also people who find red skins offensive. Offensive. Yep. There's and, and because and I'm only saying this because the other names were brought up, but mm. there are obviously people who say the Seminoles, the name Seminoles is offensive. Black and Hawks. The Black Hawks mm-hmm. could be deemed as offensive as well. Mm. So. Um, the Braves, I don't get. Like, the Braves and the Chiefs, I, I don't get those two. You know, especially with, what the their Chiefs logos offensive? are. Yeah, like... I don't think the Chiefs are offensive. I, I don't think the Braves are offensive. Well, I don't think the... Um, and their logos aren't offensive. Yeah, okay. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. It's... it's Some tough it's times. It's only a matter of time, right, before they say... All of this, all of these... It's teams, a matter of time. All these team names and logos that are, uh, um, you know, drawn from Native Americans. Right. And at a point where it's just like, you know, we got to get rid of all of it. At some point, it's going to come down to that. Right, right. It's, it's, so it's, it's like, going to come down to so it. So it's like, it's kind of like the Indians are just cat- catapulting this movement where all of this, all of this stuff that has any type of a... a Racial undertone has to be, yeah, it's got to be rectified. Yeah, got to be rectified. Yeah, all of it, all of it. Uh, Clutch Talk. He also says same thing. I agree. The Washington team name is offensive and should be changed. Yep, yep. I, I, I'm, I'm with you, man. Um, I don't. I mean, even though I say the name, I don't Redskin, think it's. I don't think it's offensive, but I don't think it's offensive because of. That's all I know. So I, right. I know that for a fact. Right. It's because of all I know. But if you'd say you were Native American and you were offended by it, then... Look, yeah, I can't tell you to get over it. You when know they, what I'm saying? When they change it, and I hate to say it because I know this sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. When they change it, I'll change it. Yeah, that's that's I, all. I call the, bu- I call the, the bullets. bullets the bullets. Yep. And I hate that they change it to the wizards, but guess what? You call them I the wizards. I call them the wizards. You call them the wizards. Yeah. Um, Marlon Humphrey... Um, you know what? I'm I'm a, I'm gonna give Marlon Humphrey some credit. Cornerback for the Ravens. He was in an Uber one night. Went back to his alma mater, Alabama. Had a couple of shorties with him, partying, drinking, and you know doing mm-hmm. what the young boys do. I give him credit because he ordered an Uber and decided I'm not gonna drive. Mm-hmm. So I I can appreciate that part of what happened with him with this whole, you know, phone charger thing. Um, I hate that it had to be in the news and that it had to be a subject, a topic. Yeah, so what exactly was the story? Well, the story was that they were in the Uber, him and the two females. They were drunk. And just as the Uber dropped them off to the destination... He grabs the cell phone charger, which I don't know what the location of it was. I'm assuming it was closer to the dashboard Mm -hmm. or somewhere in that console. But he grabs the Uber driver's cell phone charger, and the Uber driver's like, yo, you're taking my my charger. And Marlon Humphrey's like, no, like, this is my charger. Mm -hmm. And so there was, allegedly, there was a little tussle 
back and forth and the cops got called and um it turned out the charger didn't even fit his phone to compatibility. Who? The Uber driver? The Uber driver's cell phone charger did not fit Marlon Humphrey's cell phone. So he did take the Uber driver's charger? He did take it, but, okay. I mean, he got it back. Okay. But somehow police got involved, and then he got arrested on, I guess it's a misdemeanor or whatever. Um, to me, it's a small case. I, nothing really should happen to him regarding this. Like I said, I give him credit for not being behind the steering wheel in this situation, being drunk. But, man. So, let me... It, it's just... It's allow just, me to retort, if you will. Yeah. How does... Now, let's be... And, and let's be clear. And he's young, I get it. But he's an NFL player. Right. Um, This is his first year. So, this, he's going to his second year. Yep. Um, He's an NFL player who got into a tussle... With an Uber driver over a charger. Yes. A charger that's probably what? Maybe if it's an iPhone, maybe maybe thirty dollars. If it's an iPhone, probably thirty dollars. Like a really good one, not them little yeah. knockoff joints yeah. in the bodega. Yeah. Probably thirty dollars. Like thirty dollars for everything. Yeah. You telling me that you couldn't just let them? I mean, it's a charger. You, oh, you as the Uber driver. No, you as Marlon Humphreys. Could oh. you just be like... Well, in that case, Marlon Humphreys drunk, so... Well, it, then... And so, so, there's so, nothing in his head that's telling him it's just a charger. You can get another one. He's drunk. He's he, rich. <laughs> um, or at least, you know... Yes, some, that, that's a fact. Yeah. He's rich. He's got females with him. He's right. the man. He's at his alma mater. Right. You didn't kill the whole vibe of what you're doing with the shorties. But he's drunk also. Nah, bro. And and, and and I don't know what the severity of his drunkness was, but you have to The last that. thing, my, sure, but he, gotta, but he still has to be responsible, accountable for the fact that you got into a fight with an Uber driver over a phone charger that you could buy five to ten times over. And on another level... When you're sober, yes, you can think no, of stuff like that. Well, okay, let's do it on a drunk level. Mm-hmm. On a drunk level, I know me. I think I know you. Right. Would you rather get into a fight or rather get some sex? Well... Assuming that that's, that's where, easy. Assuming that's, that's where the where that night was leading to. Assuming sure, that, sure. I don't know. Sure. Uh, uh, again, we're, we're talking yeah. about a young. We're talking about a young man. I don't know a young man. I would imagine he's anywhere between twenty one and twenty four. Yeah. I don't know anywhere. I don't know what any a man. Well, let me tell you that. Back. But again, he's drunk. Again, he's drunk. When I'm drunk, I would. I'm thinking about how I'm gonna smash these two. Sure, but when. A nigga tests you, whether it's petty or not. If a nigga but tests you, was he really something, testing him? Was he really like? I don't know. Him? Yeah, because I he don't really know. Test, was he like, I'm a, I'm a beat your ass if you don't give me this phone charger. I, I don't, I don't. Let me say, I, I don't, don't think know. So I don't know either. Let me say, right. I don't think so. Right. Let me say, and even at some point, see, drunk can't be an excuse. It can't be an excuse, it but an it's excuse. the, but it's the reality. It can't be an excuse, bro. It, can, it can't be an excuse, but it's the reality. Well, no, we don't know that it's the reality. Because I was taught that drunk 
just makes you more of what you really are, what you, you know what I'm saying? So it might be something wrong with him where it, whether if he was drunk or not, he mm-hmm. would have did that. My problem is, is that you are an NFL player. A, you could have bought another daggone charger. B, if you was with them chicks and it was about to get real, mm-hmm. you just... He blew it. Messed that in the whole well, vibe up well, over a charger that you could have bought. Right. And then three, you're an NFL player. And four, you're a Ravens player who every single year, within the past three or four years, there's some Ravens player in some nonsense that they ain't got to be in. That they don't have to be in. Nah, you nah. He's got to be a cannibal. I, I I'm not rocking with does that. The, he does the drunk. league do something with this? Does the league do something? No. The, should the team do something? Absolutely. Yes, I agree with that. Absolutely. I, I agree with Absolutely. that. One hundred percent, man. Because um, look, something's got to give with the Ravens in their off season de- behavior since the Super Bowl. Yeah, pretty something's much. Something's got to give with it. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Something's got to give. It seemed like we were good. Like since. Really, since Jamal Lewis's, you know, got busted yeah. for that coke thing, whatever, and did yeah. a little bit of time. For the most part, the Ravens' off seasons from that point until we won the Super Bowl was clean. Yeah. Since the Super Bowl, you've had niggas get DUIs, it would punch like, their wives in the face in the elevator. Really, you've had. What was you really going to prove? You were gonna beat up an Uber driver. You were a world class. Cause athlete. he the man. Cause he the man. I'm I'm back in my old college. I'm the man. I'm in the NFL. I got you these shorties got with me. You shouldn't have gotten to a. You not going. You not going to test me. You shouldn't have gotten to no physical altercation with an Uber driver. You, that is ridiculous. You preaching to the choir, yeah. Maestro. But when yeah. when when you alcohol need- is involved. It, and that's like any, saying, anything goes, but man. that's like saying that's like saying, oh, Greg Hardy beat up that girl. He was drunk. So, you know what I'm saying? That's like all the situations. Okay. That's like Johnny the whole all them situations Johnny Manziel was in. Right? It's like, oh, he was just drunk. Nah, that's nah. You you need to but be, but but we have to acknowledge. And again, you say no excuses. I agree with you. No excuses, but. The reality is, is that alcohol <laughs> affects some of these you decisions. Need be, you need to be able to hold your liquor, bro. and, and it's sure, not an excuse. but some guys can't do it. Maybe well, they, they got, they maybe they got, liquor, maybe they got liquor problems, and they don't know it well, from the jump. He don't get no. I'm not. He's not getting no pass. No, I'm know, not giving them a pass. He's not getting no exception. I'm, well, he was drunk. I'm only giving them credit for not stupidly getting behind the wheel of a vehicle. But then your dumb ass got into a fight and got arrested. You might as well drove. Well, nah. You might as well drove. Do you get a DUI over what he got arrested get, anyway? Okay, but I mean, he's got charges anyway. Uh, uh, I, I don't think it's on the same level. It's still a charge. Sure, it's still a charge. It's still a news story. It's almost as big as a news story as if he if he would. But the league, DUI. but the league might step in on a DUI versus a misdemeanor. The team gonna step in regardless. The team's gonna step in regardless. That's the league, not, the league, the league, yeah. as as inconsistent as they are, they might look at a DUI and say we're gonna suspend you for the first game of the season. They might, they might do that. Yeah, but still, you, 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 you never know. Yeah. You never know. Um, Damian Lillard. Um, I wanted to talk about him real quickly before we got to the Super Bowl picks. Um, 
So, on first take last week, uh, Stephen A. made a comment regarding Damian Lillard, and um, it kind of goes back to the all-star voting. And I don't know if you've um, heard of this. I've heard vaguely. So, in the Western Conference, um, obviously fans vote. I think players account for 25% of the vote and the rest for the fans. So, Alonzo Ball had a crazy amount of votes over Damian Lillard. Mm -hmm. And you and I know that that's just insane. Mm -hmm. That Lonzo Ball is being favored in terms of voting for an all-star spot over Damian Lillard. Um, I, I, I think that's crazy. I think it's crazy if you're talking about quality of play, but I don't think it's crazy because 75% of it is a fan, is a fan vote, and LeVar Ball has put Lonzo Ball yes, in a position. No question. Where, so, no, I don't think it's as crazy as, yours, as you're making it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're talking about just from the standpoint of who's a better player and who has, you know, obviously it's just being... It's just that. Yeah, it's just yeah, that. But, but, but you're right. Because, yeah. It, you're right. When it comes to all-star voting, it's Lonzo all about Ball the fans. Ball would be Damian Litter. Yes. Because, that makes perfect sense. Because actually. he's the higher profile player. Yeah. Because his father is involved in the media. He plays for the Los Angeles Lakers mm-hmm. and the second largest market in yeah. the country. I would almost I would almost I would almost a hundred percent equate it him being voted over Damian Lillard to LeVar Ball. Right. I get all that. Yeah. I get all that. But here's my problem and, and I'll I'll reference the comments what Stephen A said. Um he basically said that Damian Lillard needs to go to the Trailblazers front office and demand to be traded. See this this is this is the problem. This is the problem I have. Is the national media media really national? Because look, while he plays for a franchise that's in a smaller market, I can show somebody who's not a basketball fan or I won't even go that far. I can show somebody who's a casual basketball fan or maybe somebody old school or you know, in their mid 30s, 40s, or whatever, I can show them the Trailblazers logo, and they can automatically recognize that that is the Trailblazers logo. Let's face the facts. This is still a historic franchise. They've won a title in their history, despite some of the bad luck that they've had with players getting injuries, i.e. Brandon Roy, Greg Oden, and all that. This is still a franchise that is still recognizable by basketball fans and to an extent casual fans alike um i think the media from a national standpoint does a piss poor job of highlighting their best players in the league so what if damian lillard plays for a small market team that's on the west coast that people like us who live on the east coast don't get to see because is, their games are late. Is that his argument that that he should request a trade because he's not getting so that, exposure? Because he's not getting exposure. Yes, that that's Stephen A's argument that he's not getting enough exposure. And I'm saying that the media is not doing enough to give Damian Lillard that exposure. I talked about this last week, back in the '90s when teams whether they were big market or small market they had their 
star players. I talked about the Hornets when they had LJ and Lonzo. Um, the Jazz with Stockton and Malone, who, ba- I mean, they basically stayed there their entire careers. Mm-hmm. Um, Reggie with the Pacers, I mean, and, and, and so on and so on. Um, those guys got their exposure. See, I what, disagree what, with what, you. What, 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 what changed? I disagree with you wholeheartedly. He should go ask for a trade. Um, he should go ask for a trade because, one, um, but not for the reason you're – well, yeah, for the reason he Stephen A. saying, too, but not – my reason is because the Blazers suck and it don't seem like oh, they're so trying to, to do say, It don't seem like they're trying to do You're nothing. saying for different reasons. No, no, I'm, no, I, yeah. no, I still agree with Stephen A. I'm, I'm about to get there. But my number one reason mm. is because the Blazers suck and they don't seem to have any interest in building around Damian Lillard. And they should be. That's a fair point. But to Stephen A's point, and I agree with Stephen A, I disagree with you. Um, the reason why what happened, see, here's the thing. The guys you mentioned in those the Blazers of uh, the Cloud the Glad Drexlers. Mm-hmm. Uh the the Yeah, I forgot to mention the um them. what what was the what was the biggest what has since those days, mm-hmm. what has been the biggest blazer moment since then? The biggest blazer moment. Wow. I can you, you mean since you mean since since um, those those Drexler, since, since those days. I can, and I and I'm a, I already know the two biggest moments. But I'm, i I want to hear what your input is. The two biggest moments. But no, what's the biggest moment? Oh, I'm gonna big, tell you the two biggest The biggest moment? moment? Well, I would I would say the biggest blazer moment, and it's not a good moment, but exactly. it was it was Kobe's lob. To Shaq in the playoffs. Uh huh. Now the biggest positive moment mm-hmm. was uh, I forget what year that was in the playoffs when Brandon Roy hit that elbow shot game winner against the Mavericks. Against the Mavericks. Yep. That's the yep. that is their biggest blazer moments since the end of that. What, a, movie. what about Lillard's shot against the Rockets in the playoffs to send them to the second round? I think I don't. I think that's a big moment. I don't think it was bigger than that Brandon Roy moment. I could agree. Because they were down by, like, 15 and yeah. fourth. Yeah. Okay, so there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, there is not... The easiest way to put this is that Damian Lillard, um, for all the... For as good as a player he is, one, mm-hmm. and all of the uh, hype that was around him, say, two years ago, mm-hmm. he hasn't lived up to that. And the result of him not living up to that is is that he is not a um he's not a he's not a, a he's not a Reggie Miller. He's not a a Larry Johnson. He's not a uh a, a Clyde Johnson. Wow, he's not even a Larry Johnson? Larry wow. Johnson and, and and better player, yes. But <laughs> moments and, and and the personality that it takes to uh, be a star per se. Mm-hmm. Either you have to be a very good player, mm-hmm. or you have to be a good player with a big or, personality. Or I was say, but um, maybe you have to have it all. You have to be a good player, or and you have to have the moments, or not even the moments. Larry Johnson, like I don't, I can't think in my mind off break a a Larry Johnson moment. Oh, I can. The four point play. Okay, but that, that was with the Knicks. Yeah, but right. Still, but, but still, I can't think. The, what you remember about Larry Johnson is Grandma Mom, personality, stuff like yep, that. Yep. The reason why, you know, 
the difference between like a Larry Johnson and a Blake Griffin is that Blake Griffin is a good player. Larry Johnson's a good player, but Larry Johnson had personality with his. Right. He was he could do movies. He could he was giving you good interviews. He was right. doing those things. Damian Lillard um is not that type of player. And like personality, I mean personality, with, and his, with the exception of the rap album and the fact that he raps, that's it's, not personality. No, but, but that's why I said, with the exception of that, there's really nothing that means else. Nothing to the NBA off the court. That means nothing that, to the NBA because his songs ain't his songs ain't hitting. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's, yeah. that's true. That's so true. it's like you, you, you're not. You couldn't be that Lonzo Ball. You couldn't be that Lonzo Ball. I mean, let's let you know in a fan vote. I mean, sure. obviously he made the the team, sure. for, you know, but you couldn't be that Lonzo Ball in a fan vote right. because you don't have that engine, that machine behind you, and that's not the media's media's responsibility to put a machine behind star players. That's not their job. Uh, see. The reason but, but why they, the but, media, they, but they the make excuses. Why, the reason why the media covers stars mm-hmm. is because stars do star things. When Damian Lillard was, you know, when when there there was a time when there was, you know, Steph Curry mm-hmm. and you know Harden and and, right. set, and, and and Damian Lillard, you could argue that Damian Lillard was in that bottom tier of that argument. Right. He's not there no more. He's not there no more. And it's because he plays for the Trailblazers. Well, it, well, it's because that, and it's because they didn't put no help around him to have them be competitive, more recognizable, or be competitive with those teams. They're, the Blazers have, are not competitive with, um, you know, the Warriors. Right. It's just it's nothing you could do but CJ McCollum or nothing. They're not comparable with them. So it's like. Well, you know. well, I I still think that, and you, you make some great points. I I still think at at some point, if if we're gonna use the you know he doesn't get enough love argument, then I don't I don't need to hear that from national media. You're you're the reason why you're called national media. You don't just cover the big cities. You cover the entire country that's what that's why you're called national like like when the blazers come east and they play the knicks sixers or boston or even you know cleveland or whatever show 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 these games more where you know that that guy is a potential star or is a star i want to see damian lillard because he's not doing when's the when is the last time damian lillard scored i don't know 35, 40 points. Oh, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't. You get what I'm saying? Sure. But if, you would, if he was doing those types of things, the reason why... See... The Greek freak. What's what's Damian Lillard's stats? I'm, I know he's I know he's like averaging like twenty twenty something. I, I know he's doing okay. He's still playing well. Right, right, right. What's his moments, assist and all that? But it's moments. Okay. It's moments that he's lacking. Okay, well, you, you don't yeah, think no, I, okay. When okay. the Blazers play the Knicks, you don't think about, oh, I wonder what Damian Lillard's going to do in the garden. Mm. Nobody thinks that. As opposed to like a, if a Greek freak came to Madison Square Garden, right. you know it's going to be something because of the moments that the Greek freak has created right. outside of the garden. Well, Damian Lillard would have to start that. Cause I, cause I, cause That's I, my point. This, cause the I reason think... why... 
the reason why Damian Lillard ain't regarded is because he don't have those moments. It's not that he's a bad player, mm-hmm. but at this point, he's just a very good point guard. Yeah, I think that's terrible. I, th- I think the media but should just be but it's Damian slightly. Lillard's fault. Sl- slight. It's Damian Lillard's fault. Damian Lillard. Dam- I mean, look. I mean, look at the point guard pool. James Harden. Uh, yeah, I know the West is loaded with point guards. Yeah, I, I, mean, I even, know. Even if you go to the, uh, uh, like, even if you go to the East and and you know, John Wall, John Wall just has more moments than Damian Lillard. Right. You know does wait? Does he? Yeah. John Wall has more moments than highlights. Now I'm not talking about moments that necessarily define a wizard season okay. and things like that. But well, if you're if talking you put, highlights, Damian Lillard has highlights. If you put up John Wall's highlight tape against Damian Lillard, you'll see why Damian Lillard ain't regarded like John Wall is. Damian Lillard doesn't have highlights, though. If you compare it again, if you compare John Wall's highlight reel. To Damian Lillard's highlight reel, you'll know why Damian Lillard is where Damian Lillard is and where John Wall is where John Wall is. I gotta, yeah, I, I, I I'm I not gotta, saying that I'm gonna have to research that. I'm not saying. I mean, we we could do that after the show. If you pull up a highlight reel of Damian Lillard mm-hmm. and a highlight reel of John Wall, you'll know why John Wall is touted as one of the best in the game, and while Damian Lillard is, he's just not touted as such. Mm. And why is he not touted? Highlights, moments, stuff that you could put on Sports Center. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to pull up some stuff sure. on YouTube. I'd, I'd have to pull because I, I, I think, I think he's better than what people are. No, I'm not. Nobody's discrediting him, him, him being good. Right? It's him being good and having highlights and moments that that come along with those stats. I want to see if there's a compilation. How many, how many pretty behind-the-back passes do you see from Damian Lillard? Mm-hmm. I, I, I how many s- dunks do you see from Damian Lillard? How many behind-the-back blocks do you see from Damian Lillard? I, I got to I gotta see if there's a compilation on YouTube or something. I mean, well, I mean, look, you, you, you could be right, and like I said, you, you make some great points about it. I, I, I just think that it's like, look, if you... Uh, for the rest of the game, and I, I saw um, who was it? Clutch Talk Sports yeah. talk about Kevin Love going to be out for what six to eight weeks, left just hand injury, fast. just that fast, huh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So the Cavs are going to be making some moves before the deadline. Hmm. I I I, I think they're going to be making some moves, man. This is yeah. This, that this makes is, DeAndre Jordan a little more interesting. DeAndre Jordan, that makes Lou Williams attractive. That makes pretty much a, a bunch of other guys out there more attractive. They, they got to make moves because I tell you what, right now with the way things are looking, the Cavs can drop from the three seed yeah. if they don't replace Love or, they, or if they don't get their act together. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, that that that's a, that's a that's a big development right there. Yeah, that's really big. Just want to say what up to DJ Knox, uh, repping the X Squad. Appreciate you in the chat room, homie. All right, man. Let's let's get to the Super Bowl, man. Um, I, I'm really not gonna say much about this Philly! game. It's it's hashtag Fly Eagles Fly for me. I think they have a legitimate shot of winning this football game. <sighs> um, look, I, man. Look, I don't know if they had a legitimate shot. I think it's legitimate, it's man. It's still the Patriots. And when I say it's still the Patriots, I mean yes. it's the referees. It's the refs. I mean. It's Goodell. It's it's Kraft. It's, it's everything. Brand. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's look, everything. It's, I want the Philadelphia Eagles to win. Not only do I want the Philadelphia Eagles to win, I want the Philadelphia Eagles to embarrass the Patriots. 
I want it to be. A, I want it to be a convincing. I don't want it to be. You want it to be like Rich Gannon against the Bucks I, in the I Super Bowl. To, I don't know if I want them. I don't want the Patriots to score more than ten points, thirteen points. Mm-hmm. I want the Eagles to score at least thirty. Um, I want I want Tom Brady to be on the sidelines cussing at Josh McDaniels. Mm-hmm. I want I want I want. I want, and even though Tom Brady's legacy shouldn't be questioned, right? I want at the end of this game for Tom Brady's legacy to be questioned. I want all those overreactors, because I'm gonna do it too. Mm-hmm. I want all the overreactors to start to question his legacy. Right. That's how bad I want Tom Brady to. How bad I want him to play, and that's how bad I want the Eagles to win this game. Well, um, well, first of all, there's an 18 minute video on Facebook out there. I, I happened to watch it earlier today. <clears throat> that this guy that's doing this narration of how the Patriots this year have basically been helped by the referees, Roger Goodell mm-hmm. and the like. Yeah. It is an interesting video, man. I mean, it talks about the penalty difference in terms of the yardage, the amounts. And I mean, they, they went as far as to talk about the, the Jesse James, play yeah. the Safarian Jenkins play in the mm-hmm. Jets game, yeah. the Buffalo Bill game, um and the and the Jaguars game. They yeah. they they talked about all of those things in this little 18 minute clip and I guys you got to look for it on um probably on YouTube also, but if you're on Facebook just search um I guess you could search Patriots um Super Bowl whatever and maybe it'll pop up, but um it's an interesting video that highlights that Goodell had to make sure the Patriots was in the Super Bowl because of the protest, because of everything that's been surrounding the NFL, the low ratings, and they he knew that he needed something that's going to make money yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. And he knew that the Patriots, with Robert Kraft being his buddy, because let's face it, all that, what they did last year with the Deflate Gate stuff yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. That was a mirage. All that stuff was, um, yeah, Monica says we already know we got to beat the refs too. Yeah, you, you definitely got to, yeah. you got to beat the refs. Matter of fact, you should just hit them on the sideline or something. Just yeah. to, you know, let them know, look, we know you going to be, you know, doing your thing out here. <laughs> look, I, I put a helmet right to the chest of one of them refs right there, but yeah, all all the stuff with Kraft and Goodell, all that stuff was a mirage. Yeah, those dudes are buddy buddy to the T, man. Yeah. Um, look, man, and Legarrette Blunt, get your payback. Well, not payback. He's not like the Patriots. He he he's salty. Mm-hmm. I, he's salty oh, about, about not being re-signed. whatever happened or how it happened. He's definitely salty about it. Okay, and um, look, man, Legarrette Blunt. For MVP, man. LeGarrette Blunt for MVP? LeGarrette Blunt for MVP. Yeah. I, I, I want... Not bad. I want this loss to hurt. Not not bad. Chris Long for MVP. I don't... I want this loss to hurt. Ain't Tory Smith for MVP. Yeah, I'm talking about ex-Patriots. Cause, Bro, ain't this wild? Because right, right. Chris Long was with the Patriots this time. Y- yes, he was last, last year. year. Yeah, you're Went right. ring, and here he is back with the Eagles. Yep. Yeah, I, man, I want this loss to hurt. I want the Eagles to win this game 
so that Philly can enjoy a championship parade down Broad Street, right through Beanie Siegel's old neighborhood. It's gonna be it's gonna be lit. But I'm telling you, if you're not a part of the celebration, Philadelphia, stay your ass in the house. Right. Don't go outside. <laughs> right. Don't go outside. I want I want I want them niggas pumping Meek Mill all throughout the championship parade. All throughout the game to the Super Bowl, throughout the championship when they hoist the trophy, and hashtag Free Meek Mill. Facts. That's 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 all I gotta say about that. For me, it's Eagles. Yeah. Twenty three to twenty. Man, Eagles. We was, I guess we was expecting some some analysis, but I don't like the Patriots so much that I don't really have no analysis. That's why I said I don't have much. Who's gonna run the ball well? And I don't have that. much. Look. I don't like Boston sports, Celtics, Patriots. I don't care much. About I don't like the about, Red Sox either. I don't, yeah. I don't like all of them. Yeah, I don't like you guys. They got a, they got a like, soccer team, and I don't like I, y'all yeah, either. I don't like any of you guys, Tom Brady. I hope this loss is so real that you got that you decide, man, I'm gonna quit. I ain't gonna front though. I think Brady is a type of guy that would die on the field, yo. Mm. I, I mean, not the not to wish yeah, that on him, yeah. but I think he's a type that you what, know. I'm a play as long as I can. And what if, do we think is going to happen with Foles? Monica says. Um, look, oddly enough, that's an interesting dynamic. Oddly enough, um, he's going to get another job, and oddly enough, I think he's going to do very well in the um, Super Bowl. I think he's going to do well. I think he'll do well. I got an interesting take on Nick Foles. I think if you're the Eagles and you watched your franchise quarterback go down the way he did and you're not sure about the recovery time, you're not sure how he's going to be when he gets back to playing football, don't you think it'll be in the best interest of the Eagles to have an insurance plan? Because let's face it. There's not a lot of insurance plans when it comes to quarterbacks in the NFL. But you do understand that if Nick Foles, the way Nick Foles has played in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and if he wins a Super Bowl, he's he has every right to be a starting quarterback in NFL. Agree. And he's not going to start in Philly. Um, and he has every right to command 15 mil. Agree. Um... So at least fifteen mil, at least fifteen mil. Uh, yeah, agree. So obviously Philly's not going to pay that to a backup quarterback. Um, I think the I think the worst Philly, I think the best Philly can do to try to convince him is to say, "Hey, look, Nick, I know you want to be a starter, but listen, man, we got we got running backs, we got good receivers, we got an elite defense." But you got to understand that Nick Foles still always believed he was sure, a quarterback. Sure, sure, sure. Before I'm, he got to the situation, I'm, but I'm not talking about Nick Foles. I'm, yeah. I'm talking about from the Eagles' front office standpoint. While they do understand that Nick Foles wants to start someplace else, if you're the Eagles' front office and you realize that, hey, man, we're we're pretty blessed here because. Once our quarterback went down, nobody gave us a shot, and this guy comes in, and he's you know pretty much kind of kept the position steady. We can come to him and say, hey, look, man, we got guys 
coming back. I mean, Alshon Jeffrey is a you know first year eagle. But that's Tory Smith is a first year eagle. Um, Garrett Blunt is a first year eagle. Ajayi was acquired in a trade. Those guys. It's, more than likely you're going to come back. Jake Long is a first-year eagle. Um, that defense, for the most part, um, I don't think is going to break up in any way. You're going to get Trent Cole back from injury. This team is stacked, at least for a couple of years. There's no way that the Eagles have a, have any leverage to keep Nick Foles. But they have to try, okay, which, mean, which is which is my point. Yeah, but who would – I mean – even if even if they didn't win, didn't go to the Super Bowl, it would have made sense to keep Nick Foles. I mean that that's just yeah logical. That's just logical. Yeah, I'm just yeah. I'm, well. My whole it, point has nothing to do with the Super Bowl. Though. Yeah, yeah, I know. But my point is is that the Eagles just can't let him walk. They just can't just say, "Oh, he's gone. We're, we're not going to offer him well, nothing. We're not going to." They they can't let him walk. They have not. to. They have yeah, to attempt. Yeah, but that's that's like obvious. They have to show face. Irregard, yeah, irregardless of whether they won the Super Bowl or not, that's obvious. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they had just beat uh, the Falcons and lost to Minnesota, that's obvious. Like they have to keep Nick Foles um, because now mm-hmm. if they don't, they can keep him for cheaper. One and two, um, he's you know familiar in the system. They're, you know, like that's that's the obvious answer, but. Um, mm-hmm. Nick Foles um, is a starting or wants to be wants to be a starting quarterback. Has always believed he was a starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. So it's like all this was was just uh, verification, reintroducing himself to the league, saying, "Hey, look, I once <clears throat> was a starter. Here I, I am put, again. I'm, I got put in some bullshit situation. I don't have Jeff Fisher as a coach anymore." Yeah. So this is the real me. Yeah. This is the real Nick Foles right, right. here. Um, Clutch says um, he's there on a two-year deal, so under contract for at least one more season. You talking about Nick Foles? I thought I thought it was a one-year deal. Yeah, I thought it was a one-year deal too. Yeah, I, 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 I gotta fact deal. check that. Yeah. Um, Monica says we're gonna trade him to Pittsburgh for Antonio Brown. Cut it out. What you think about that? <laughs> I ignored that for a reason. Uh, Monica, she also says he might want to stay, though. He came to Philly when other teams offered more. Okay. Well, and, and Monica, that's why I say if you're the front office, you can't just let him walk. You got you to gotta try. There's no reason. And you, and, you under, and you come with the understanding that he's if gone. he gets, that he's gone, and that's cool. But, he's gone. But we got to come to the table. We're just not going to just... Let you go unless 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 Clutch talks, you know, is right in saying that he got to be there because of con, you know, contractually. Mm-hmm. It's no way, it's no way that uh, Monica really Ben's playing. He's playing better than Ben. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's no way that um, Nick Foles stays, especially if they win this game Sunday. Especially if that, but even if he lost, is no, is no. Yeah, listen, I, more likely, a, more likely he's gonna go somewhere else if if he's on a one year deal. Yeah, more likely he's going to go somewhere else. No question about that. But again, front office, you you you, you got to you have to come up with a a plan to at least try to keep the guy. I mean, 
Well, and 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 and, mind, and, and more likely, mind, more likely, mind, it's not going to work. In your mind, mm-hmm. if you were Jeff Jeff Loria, is it or whoever the, the whoever owner guys is, or Howie Roseman is the, um, the GM? GM. Mm-hmm. How would you? How would in your mind? How would you go about trying to keep Nick Foles after he wins the Super Bowl? Well, I I just explained it a few minutes ago. We have running backs, but he's that not going to fr- play, huh? He's not going to play. Sure, but uh, again. I I mentioned Carson Wentz coming back from an injury, and with the style of play that Carson Wentz plays quarterback, it might be a chance that he gets hurt again. Is it? I mean, there's always a chance the quarterback sure. gets hurt. But what what you've seen how he plays, and how did he get injured? He was leaping into the end zone, and and got his feet and got his legs tangled. Mm-hmm. And he already came out and said, "Look, that's not going to change the way I play the game." Sure. So obviously. You hear that, and your antenna goes up. It's like, whoa, this guy, while he's great at what he does, he can he can potentially get himself hurt again. It might be out, maybe not for the entire season, but maybe a two-game, three-game stretch. So, and we may need that reliable guy to come in for those two, three games and to keep us afloat. So, again, my question is, is though, Mm-hmm. Well, or let my question again. My 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 response to that is, but again, that's you're asking. Your so your pitch to your pitch to Nick Foles is, hey, the pitch to Nick Foles is is that Carson Wentz, when he comes back, may not be a hundred percent healthy, and with the style of play that he plays with. He may get hurt at some point during the season next year. In addition to that, we have a team that is stacked for at least another a couple of years. We have a shot to get to another Super Bowl, potentially win another Super Bowl if they win this one this coming weekend. That's the pitch. Well, Will well, it work? More okay. likely, no. Okay, so more well, likely, no. Let's, let's let's just agree to that. We agree that there is no way in hell. That that pitch is going, if especially if he wins the Super Bowl, there's no way in hell that 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 Nick Foles is going to listen to that pitch, knowing that there's going to be other teams like uh, Chicago, um, you know that you know that mm-hmm. have money to burn, right? And probably, probably not Chicago. Chicago, but. you don't think Chicago got money to burn? They drafted Trubisky. You don't think Chicago got money to burn? So, so they, didn't pay, they don't. Mitch Trubisky didn't get a whole lot of money. They yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but they they drafted Mitch Trubisky to be the future. But if you got a guy right now, yeah, and Nick Foles, right? But why would you? Why would you? Why if you're the Bears, Bears, would you disrupt that? Because Mitch Trubisky hasn't shown you anything this year. Well, he doesn't have much of a team around him, the and and if, and if you drafted the guy in the first round. Why would you? I mean, let's be clear. They started Mike Glennon, so let's not make it seem like okay. Yeah, but but they, in, mo- in some pay. in some cases, that's normal practice. They so, but they but the what the Bears did was they saw what the Texans were doing. They saw what um what was the other team that um started the rookie? I, I can't remember the other team, but they saw that and then they, they said, you know what? We need to give this kid. His shine, give him. No, they give did it because Mike Glennon didn't work out. It, it, it didn't have. It had little to do with trends than it had to do with. We have no shot of doing anything this year. Let's find out what we got. 
Yeah, but yeah, but they drafted him in the first round. You're not. But they drafted him the first round to start a second string quarterback that they paid as a second string quarterback. Well, which to me was dumb. Right. So my point is, who's to say they wouldn't do that all over again with Nick Foles, a Super Bowl winning quarterback? Because they, because they drafted a guy in the first round. But they could get. If you're telling me that they, so you're saying they could get stupid again. Is that is that your point? Because if that's your point, then I agree. And, if the Bears are that stupid, that yeah, it wouldn't also, surprise me. But also, if you're telling me right now that I can get a Super Bowl winning quarterback right now over a rookie or a second year player, you wouldn't take the Super Bowl winning quarterback. Not if I drafted a guy in the first round. Then, so then I'm ex- then I'm expecting the future to be. So if you're the, so if you're the Texans, you are you doing the same thing? If Deshaun, you're the Texans, but Deshaun Watson and Mitch Trubisky are two different quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson, right? But bring, this, right, but Deshaun Watson got hurt. No, but it has nothing to do with being hurt. We're talking about level of production. You're talking about a team that the Texans in the Texans right. with Deshaun Watson in the lineup. Mm-hmm. You looked at them and said they had a legitimate shot at getting to the Super Bowl. Right. You didn't look at Mitch Trubisky's play right. when you so, saw him and say that. So you saying the Texans wouldn't bring in Nick Foles because of how Deshaun Watson played. The Bears could bring in Mitch Trubisky because of how Mitch Trubisky played. Okay, you mean he could they could bring in Nick Foles, but Nick Foles, I'm sorry, I don't but, know what it, yeah. No, you said Mitch Trubisky okay. price, but um but it, it, as far as the Bears thing goes and, Nick, I, and Nick, I wasn't Nick, saying the Bears to, you know, bring up this whole argument, but I, I right. meant a team that isn't solidified yeah, no, sure. quarterback. No, sure. I, could I bring, understand. Would pay Nick Foles yeah. to be a starting quarterback, and there's no way that the the pitch that the you know the Eagles pitch yeah, and, would work. Yeah, and like I said, and the. That's that is the only pitch that they yeah. have. That's the yeah. best pitch we, that they we have. Are, so again, the, you is know it going to work? More likely, it's not going to work. We agree that the pit. We agree that if they win the Super Bowl and and he's not contractually obligated to stay with the Eagles, he's most likely he's going gone. somewhere else. We agree, and there's nothing that can be done about that. But more like more likely, the Eagles' best pitch is the pitch that I just stated. Um, Clutch Talk, stop playing with me. Uh, let's see. Clutch Talk Sports breaking news. I don't believe that. The Chiefs have reached an agreement to trade Alex Smith to I don't believe that. Washington. That is crazy. And you know what would be crazy if this is real? Oh, boy. Kirk Cousins just released a statement earlier today. Uh-huh. Saying that he has no problem playing under the franchise tag again, and we know the franchise tag. Oh, that's going to be about twenty nine million dollars, yeah. and that would be what the third tag, right? Yeah. Can you do that? Hey, yeah, they could tag him. Yeah, listen, I'm listen. I'm, 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 on, I'm on Twitter. There you go. Wow! 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 Yo, that's crazy. Yep, sources told a star that the Chiefs have reached an agreement to trade Alex Smith wow. to Washington. Unbelievable. Well, I, 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 I got to see what's involved with that trade, too. Well, I tell you what's not involved, Kirk Cousins. Nope. <laughs> he's gone. Well, no, he's no, not. Kirk in... Cousins is gone. Yeah, the, the, this is what's clear. Patrick Mahomes is the week one starter for yeah. 2018. Yeah. That's, that's clear. 
Um, what's also clear is what we've said about Kirk Cousins. He's not coming back. Yeah. Um, that's 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 interesting now. Now 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 the off season starts. Yeah. They talking about March third is free agency. Yeah. No. Yeah. It starts right now. That's crazy. And the Jaguars and they could be lying, but the Jaguars came out today also saying mm-hmm. we sticking with Blake Borders two thousand eighteen. Well, I think you made an interesting point about um, Blake Bortles last week or the week yeah. before. Make him compete in camp for the starting position. Bring somebody else in. Kirk Cousins is blowing Blake Bortles out of the water. Well, That's if it's if, if it's Kirk, yeah. then you know yeah. forget that. Yeah. But if it's we some, mentioned Alex Smith when we said that. If it's Alex Smith, but then yes. Yeah. Bring them in, yeah. and they could compete for the starting position. This way, you're not paying Blake Bortles as much as you would have had he beat New England. Yeah. But at the same time, you're ensuring yourself that, hey, we saw something in the playoffs with him, even despite maybe yeah. some mistakes here and there, but not mistakes to where he gave the other team the football. So. Yeah. Um, so I, I I think that's a pretty good point that's that you make there. The Redskins got Alex Smith. So what? So can I just tell you off the cuff? I don't like it. So what? What is the Redskins' motive here in terms of the starting quarterback position right now? Kirk Cousins is gone. No, 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 no. I'm I'm talking about with Alex Smith. Like, is, are they going to make him compete for the starting job, or is he going to be? Who's the week one starter? Him? Who's competing with him? Because Kirk Cousins is not going to be there. Well, I know that. Because but, but who's who's the who's the backup? Did the money come? Um, the backup. I don't know who the backup. Cause Nate Sudfeld's gone. Uh huh. Um, Cole McCoy's gone, right? I would hope so, but I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know who the backup is. And look, the Redskins could still draft the quarterback. Let's be real. They could, but they, they could still draft the quarterback. That that would be that wouldn't be smart to draft the quarterback first, second, unless somebody's there uh, in a second. I wouldn't take a quarterback first round if you just um, signed Alex Smith. Yeah, I wouldn't be upset if they didn't. But Colt McCoy is the backup. Colt McCoy will uh, stay the. Oh, he okay, okay. I, I I thought he was still there. So okay, so let's say the Redskins do this. So they got Alex Smith. They got Colt McCoy, and let's just say, let's just say they trade up. I don't know what they, I don't know if they're what number twelve, number eleven. I don't know what the Redskins draft, the draft position order. is, yeah. but this quarterback pool for this draft is so deep that the Redskins can really make a case that they can maybe move up a few spots and get the quarterback that they want. So if they do that, now you got these three quarterbacks. And let's face it, Alex Smith, while he had close to an MVP type season, he's when? aging. Hold on, when? When did he have a close to MVP season? This past season? This past season? This yeah. This you would say he had an MVP close. I to said MVP? a close to a yeah. keyword close. I don't think it's close. Keyword okay. close. I mean, we we I, I, I digress. Go not ahead. not to say that he is the MVP, but he, I don't think he had his a close numbers. MVP I'm yet. saying his numbers were close. If that's the case, then Drew Brees had a close year. And you would put Drew Brees long before Alex Smith. Sure. Oh, sure. But, but Drew Brees had the MVP. I, it's not close. Close to an MVP type right, season. Sure. Right. I, I, mean, I still okay. think it's, cl- I right. still think I mean, it's close look, to MVP we digress. season. But, but, so, let's face it. Alex Smith, he, he's getting old. 
So obviously he's not your future at the quarterback position if you're the Redskins. And Colt McCoy, we've seen enough of Colt McCoy to say he ain't the future. So it wouldn't surprise me if the Redskins drafted a quarterback. I don't think the Redskins draft. You say, you say a first round they should draft. They you think they would draft a quarterback in the first round? It wouldn't surprise me it, if it would surprise they, the shit out of me if they or even if they stood at whatever position they're at I'm and cool they drafted with, somebody. If, like let's say if let's say if um what's the kid um Josh Allen. Let's say Josh mm-hmm. Allen fell to the Redskins and they liked what they seen out of him out of college. If they select Josh Allen, then okay, great. That means you're telling your fans that this is the guy of the future for the Redskins. So you have a veteran guy in Alex Smith who's going to start, who can can sit behind Alex Smith for, at the very most, a couple years, learn some things, and then... Josh Allen could be the you know the future after that. I don't think I I I think I think that they expect at least five more years out of Alex Smith, in which so if you're talking the Redskins brain trust, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, so if so if you're thinking you're gonna get five years out of Alex Smith, which is possible, Mm -hmm. if you think you're getting that much out of Alex Smith, yep, and you got. Very critical needs right now. Mm-hmm. There's no way that I see them drafting any of these top quarterbacks in this class this year when you need receiver help, when you need offensive line help, when you need pass rush help. These are these are all glaring holes that the Redskins need above quarterback in signing uh, Alex Smith or even keeping uh, Kirk Cousins. Repeat those positions one more time. Wide receiver, offensive line. Pass rush. Mm-hmm. Hell, I would even I would even reckon to say that they would they would go running back in draft needs over quarterback right now. Running back, yeah. So they got so wait. Chris Thompson got it's injured, third right? Down back at his very best. The P Ryan. P Ryan. P Ryan hasn't shown us enough to think. Um, what happened? I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, I, I thought you yeah. had some breaking news. I, I don't think P. Ryan is the, <laughs> I don't think P. Ryan's the answer. I don't even think Rob Kelly is the answer. Okay. So, um, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't see, know. I, I, it's a, it's a tough one because the, is is the quarterback pool in next year's draft, not this coming draft, but the next year draft going to be as deep as this one I, I think that's what you, you have to look at because sure you can build the team with the parts around the quarterback this offseason no no question about that but at the quarterback position if you know you got about a couple of years with Alex Smith then okay we just missed our chance at getting the future and we're only getting a couple of years out of Alex Smith, and we're back to square one. We don't have a quarterback once Alex Smith is washed. Yeah. So, so it's a, it's, a, it's a tough call. I, I think I think it can go either way. They but define e- washed in Alex Smith's way of playing football, because let's be clear about who Alex Smith is as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Alex Smith ain't ain't 
no stretch to and, and has really never he's been. He's not Kirk Cousins. He's not a stretch to field quarterback in any stretch of the imagination, unless it uh, you know like and and that's the and that's the issue. I think I don't once, know that that's an issue for no, the Redskins right now. Well, no, I'm saying once they once they see Alex Smith on the field and they realize, man, this guy's not taking deep shots like like what Kirk once used to do for us, then. They might, they might say, "Look, this is a two-year plan. We're, we're, we're going to have to go another direction after, you know, a couple of years. You know, God forbid, you know, something happens to Alex Smith." But here's the other piece, and because uh, the biggest knock on Kirk Cousins is, mm-hmm. is that he'll blow the game in the moments where he count the most. We know Alex Smith ain't going to do that. It, that that is a fact because I've defended Alex Smith plenty of times when Alex Smith ain't the gonna do lost. that. So those are games, and considering, and, and if we're just talking about their roster, the Redskins roster right now, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Thompson, who's known the break of you know, right, known the break one, Terrell Pryor, who's capable mm-hmm. of breaking one, Josh Doxson, who's capable of breaking one, right. Um, if you get, I, I mean. I, I didn't kind of rule Jordan Reed out of the equation, right? But if he got healthy, he's mm. he could be that Travis Kelsey type of player, right? You know what I'm saying? And, I, and I'm just sitting here thinking about rosters, and clearly by a mile, the Redskins roster is not as good as what Alex Smith has had with Kansas City. Kansas City right. There is no Kareem Hunt on the Redskins right now. I mean, now. but there hasn't been a Kareem Hunt in Kansas City until just this year either. So, I mean, that's not really a fair... Sure, but we, but we, I'm going off of what we've seen previously, and what we've seen previously is Alex Smith play with Kareem Hunt. With the Redskins, there is no Kareem Hunt. Yeah, but... And, and like you said, but they that's need... Not fair, that's not a fair assessment because... Alex Smith has been a serviceable, a top-tier quarterback, maybe right. top 15, without Kareem Hunt. Right. I mean, he had to just deal with Spencer Ware and Chikandrick West. And um, those guys weren't, you know, Kareem Hunt. But more, to the, but more to your point, maybe the Redskins do have to build this roster in the offseason in terms of addressing the running back need, the wide receiver need, um, defensive line. Offensive line, because we know they can't stop the run worth a damn. So um, maybe they do address those needs because they know Alex Smith needs the players around him to be, you know, better than what they currently have on the roster. Maybe, maybe, it, maybe it goes back to that. Uh, maybe. Um, Clutch Talk Sports. Um, Washington has said they like Baker Mayfield and could be available if there is if he's there at number thirteen. Okay, so. Yeah. Picks in number 13. I would imagine, but I would imagine, I, I would imagine that that changes. Um, I would imagine that changes with this acquisition. That what that they Make the don't whole, like that they're not looking at him anymore. Of course they're looking at him, but oh. I don't know that you take a quarterback in the first round after you just got somebody like Alex Smith. Um, an an aging. I'll, I'll say an aging Alex Smith. I'll, I'll put it like that. Because, look, how old is Alex Smith? He's, what, 34, 35? Yeah, somewhere. He's, I think he came in a year before Roethlisberger. In uh, 2003. Year number, at, number one. year before he, Roethlisberger. Alex Smith? 2003. From no, 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 no. He came in the year Rodgers got drafted. 
Because remember, Alex Smith was the number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2005, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alex Smith was the number one pick. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Alex Smith is about 34, 35 years old. I mean, I mean, we've seen quarterback. I mean, we've seen Josh McCown play some pretty good football this past season at, what, 38, 39 years old? So it's not crazy to think that, that he, Alex Smith can play until he's 37, 37, 38. It's not crazy, but but so with that argument mm-hmm. that he could play to thirty seven and and be efficient mm-hmm. with the other needs that the Redskins have as a team, it might be best interest of the Redskins to address those needs. Those needs now because you know Alex Smith with the current roster. Is not going to get it done, right? Because you got to put weapons around him. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Monica says thirty-three. Okay. All right. Close enough. Close enough. All right, folks. Um, we we appreciate um, we appreciate everybody uh, hanging with us here tonight at the chat room, and uh, those folks out there that are listening. Uh, just a few reminders, um, and then we'll uh, get up on out of here. Uh, check out the Facebook page. Um, we upload videos of our live podcast up there every week. Also, check us out on the Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast and also on Twitter at Barbershop S-P-O-R-2. And if you want to catch this show on demand and also remember this is a part two and we got part one that we did earlier this evening. So make sure y'all check out both parts of the episode this week. Check us out on Spreaker.com on our page. You can also check us out on Google Play Podcasts and on Apple Podcasts on your iPhone. So, folks, that's it. I'm Maestro, um, he's Maestro Styles. Um, I'm Trey Frazier. Um, make sure y'all enjoy the Super Bowl. Go Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. We'll holler at y'all next week. We'll break the game down. And, and we'll... we hate Tom Brady. Yes. Yes. Peace, folks. Yo, what's good? This is Trey Frazier. This is the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Make sure y'all tune in to us every Tuesday night, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Yeah, I go by the name of Cassidy the Hustler. And I brought two of my niggas with me. And we about to shut the industry down. Hey, yo, Weezy, let's get it poppin'. Hit me from that shit just the south side. Got a fat dick when your mouth wide. Take it outside, no, do it right, yeah, no. How about later on, you and everybody home, no, you fucking with Weezy F, baby, please say the baby. Riding with your bitch, got keys on the lady. Triple gold D's, four tires on the whip. Young car sliding out, I'm flyer than the whip, yeah. Higher than the angel, or hotter than the devil. The pot off kettle, off oh, the metal, let them burn like earth shiver works up. If there's any beef, I come riding like Word up, Eagle Street, I'm throwing my curb up. We take your ice cream and turn you into sure, but I got the flow, I'm like sure, but if it's about no, I'm like sure enough. I'm from the bird bunch, bird man, JR, you niggas bird lunch. I see your lips moving, but I ain't heard much. You see the wrist moving, it look like pure punch. I hit a player hating, but I don't endure.
as such. I got the Escalade guts like the tour bus. I got the styrofoam poured up with sore up. And in the tires, where the package is gone. Maya's been a good year with these fire stones. I spit like Maya's poems, poem and chromas. For the bias chromosomes, I got somas. I got Vicodin's values, I ain't stopping. Got powder, heroin, X, oxy, cotton. And that's how we rockin'. How can you hear that bop unless I'm be boppin'? Yeah, skip when you hear that click. Cash money, nigga, I'm that shit. Respect. That's what I'm talking about. Now, fast. Spit at these niggas and let them know I ain't fucking with you. You goddamn right, I'm feeling myself. A chauffeur, no sir, I'm willing myself. Looking for a chick, chilling for self. So I can show her the suicide and talking and killing herself. I'm having problems dealing with wealth. You wouldn't understand it until you get a million yourself. You niggas must have got a deal for your health. The CD is frozen food, it just chill on the shelf. I spin big at any time, I can start splurging. The twin cigs open chest like a heart surgeon. And a button up, I'm just a blue collar crook. But I keep a stack, take a few college books. I got a new polished look. And 20 dime bitches to show y'all niggas how my two dollars look. The boy got at least six digits on. So the guns gotta be at least midget long. The money. Like ten bridges long, I throw bread around just to turn pigeons on. I got some good smoke just for puffers. The two gram twenties make the hustler suffer. Plus it's fluffer than a cotton ball. I've gotten calls wanting me to put the pot in malls, but nowadays you can't put it past them. I got a damn merino arm. I'm about to throw some bullets past them. And the niggas in the hood keep quoting my lines. I don't jump ship, I keep floating in mine. Long as I keep toting, I'm fine. I'ma have these dick-sucking niggas deep throat in the nine. I jumped in the England ship, bins and whip. It's Terminator 2 chrome, the engine's dip. I'm reading scripts, no, not the penmanship. The box office shit, a box office bitch. Jessica Alba, Kirsten Dunst. And still make a meal on the first of months. These dudes be the first to front. To their family and friends, it's in limos, they in hearse in front. I'm in a top position. I can make you a proposition. I'm in the hard top waiting on a drop edition. The hell with the patience. I'ma send a nigga down under like Australia vacations. Yeah, this what it is. My niggas just killed y'all and I'ma close the cast. I'm trying not to let this industry get the best of me, y'all. I work hard for the fame, the game stressing me, y'all. All they do is complain what they expect from me, y'all. From the hood to Hollywood, they respecting me, y'all. And even overseas, they accepting me, y'all. All the ladies show me love, the dogs repping me, y'all. I get a lot of dirty money, so expect me to ball. But I'm saving all my checks, I'm investing them all. They say what goes up is going definitely fall. Even the stars plus success is my destiny, y'all. Look, I cook tracks, I got the recipe, y'all. You can't name another cat. Make summer memories in Hampton. Visit the Virginia Air and Space Science Center. Discover 400 years of history at Fort Monroe and explore our wide open beaches. Purchase your Sea to Stars ticket and plan your trip today at visithampton.com. Zenny offers prescription glasses starting at $6.95, as well as affordable sunglasses, blue blockers, and more. The best part? Try any frame, anywhere, with our 3D virtual try-on. Visit zenny.com today and change the way you buy glasses forever.